he has come of age. His suffering has ended, and ours is about to begin. You hear that, old lady? I'll punish you again! If you would be spared from the fury of his vengeance, <laughs> whatever you do, don't go in the house. Uh, well, I have notes. Yeah, I have notes. <laughs> Doesn't mean they're good notes. Why? What good notes for what purpose, James? So it is filth. There we go. That was less painful than last time. You didn't tee me up last time, which is why I had to fake tee you up so that you would tee me up. <laughs> uh, we are British and we do like our tea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 I like mine long and black. <laughs> You don't have short tea. <laughs> Do you have a long tea? That's just regular size. <laughs> All tea is long. I like mine regular size and black. I like mine in a yard, a yard of tea. I like mine in a boot-shaped glass. Oh, as long as it's long. Ooh. Like it has to be at least a size 11. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, minor spoilers, but did you not like this film, James? No, <laughs> I did wow. not like. I did not like this film, Lee. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was. <laughs> I knew nothing going in, so didn't know what to expect. But as we have mentioned off mic, when I watched it last night, I noticed that it wasn't very violent. Uh, and obviously, this this was a banned film, but it but it looked really nice. I did some reading up. Mm-hmm. I had to look it up. Because I was, I was trying to find the cut scenes to see what it is that I was missing. And everywhere was telling me that stuff was uncut. But I found a website called Mondo Digital that had an article about it. And basically, there was the version that came out, it's like cinema or the, you know, the video version mm-hmm. that was uncut. Then the BBC got involved. Then they cut that shit out. So then we got our first version, right? But then it got re-released, uncut. After, you know, the BBFCs wavered loads of their dumb shit. Yeah. And then in America, a Blu-ray came out completely at random based on the camera negative, which featured 10 minutes of extra scenes and was uncut and also had the original title on it, which was The Burning, which they got rid of because the film The Burning came out and they wanted it to be different. They changed the name. Which we also did The Burning, right? Yeah, we did the burning. Yeah. yeah. Was there less burning in that? Because I feel like there was. There less... was only one person that got burned in the burning. Yeah, but in the burning, or Don't Go in the House, <laughs> which is the film we're talking about, there was definitely more burning. Oh, definitely. Well, so there's well, two versions that exist there's yeah. the uncut version of the theatrical release, then there's the special edition director's cut version with extra stuff in it. Mm. But but the version on Amazon Prime is its own version, and the and the article was like we don't know where it came from, where it's the director's cut but features the removed violence, <laughs> so it's been edited for violence. And I noticed uh... swearing as well. There was a bit I don't know if you picked up on it when he picks up those drunk girls, where she's like, oh I don't I hope this guy isn't going to be at this party because he's yeah. a real ass, and then it like cuts. He's a real <laughs> ass cuts. And oh I was just like, God. clearly there's an extra, clearly she's saying asshole. So I clearly checked the she's other missing version. a hole. I checked the other version and she says, that guy's such an ass <laughs> hole. Like, so she does say it. Does she burp in between or was that a liaison? 
No, because she's drunk. She was okay, like good. stuttering. I didn't but, know if you were just doing your best Rick and Morty. I haven't seen the whole... I didn't watch the whole thing, but the... You know right at the start where that guy's like, you're you're crazy, you're crazy. And then he's like to his mate, I'm not crazy, he's crazy. He's calling names. Mm-hmm. It's not crazy, the word that's used. <laughs> it's a word that I, I don't know if I should be repeating, but it's an F word and it is a slur against homosexual people. It yeah. also means bundle of sticks. <laughs> but that word yeah. is thrown around quite a lot at the start. Uh, oh. Which they dubbed out in the re-release version. Oh, it's so weird because I actually—I know you didn't enjoy it, but I you think don't it know worked. that you don't know my score. But but I, I will caveat that with I was quite hungover this morning <laughs> watching it, and I would say that it did fit as a general James return to form. So I was like, well, this is great. I picked a bad film. I've watched it last minute, and I've done no research. <laughs> <laughs> but it. I found it worked better with the violence cut out because I've seen, I watched the other version and saw the extra violence and it, it's just ne- needless. There was needless nudity and needless violence that no, looked bad. That is what this film needed. This needed some gratuitous violence. It needed some, some nudity. It needed something to have shock value because otherwise it was just a second rate psycho that didn't, that wasn't able to sustain tension and only had a handful of creepy elements. <laughs> Let's get into it, shall we, Jim? <laughs> Please, because I think we're going to disagree. <laughs> I think so. But, you know, it makes it um, I just had more say, entertaining. I watched this with Mike this morning. Good Mike? Uh, in your words, <laughs> bad Mike. <laughs> <laughs> you, you do not concur? <laughs> or not good Mike. <laughs> Um, not as good regular mike <laughs> regular mike he also agreed that it was awful so well mike likes to disagree with me just to be controversial he my, thinks last of us 2 is the greatest game ever made and i think it's an 8 out of 10 good speaking try. of which um while we're on this tangent i also played two hours of the last of us one today for the first time nice what did you think or the last of us i've really enjoyed it and clickers terrify me are you going to be playing more? No, I don't have a PlayStation. Mike brought it over. I assume Mike brought but it over. When yeah. he brings it over, I'll play it. It was the remastered version. Yes. And it looked beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was really sad when, spoilers, someone died towards the beginning. The beginning's brutal, right? I didn't see that coming. <laughs> it's fucking brutal, right? I just carried her. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, this is, this is what this game's about. It's just dashing hopes it's like every time you open a drawer and there's nothing in it and i oh yeah <laughs> fuck. anyway were we getting into this yeah so so it starts with the title the burning yeah which is weird. followed by fire yeah um and it starts like someone lighting a gas ring which we see as a theme that happens over the course of the film there's a couple um, of themes throughout this film Mm, there are there's literally there's literally two themes throughout this film. Uh, there is a couple. Theme, theme, theme music's horrendous theme, theme music. Yeah, I don't even remember the music. Just so bad. It was like James, you got to stop being hungover on a Sunday. It was like four bars loop. Yeah. for the entire film, <laughs> and then, <laughs> except when it changed to like like ominous strings that weren't good, and then throughout the entirety of the movie. There's just a, a, like, you know, when a, when a record player reaches the end mm-hmm. 
and it keeps skipping. Mm-hmm. That noise played almost the entire way through the movie. Oh, wait. You didn't do any research, did you? No. You, did you notice the film was entirely dubbed? Horrendously dubbed, yeah. To quote the actor from the film who went on to star in quite a lot of The Sopranos, they were recorded the audio on not up-to-date equipment and <laughs> all of the audio was lost. So they had to re-record <laughs> all of the audio. So that's probably why there's that weird skipping thing, which I did also notice in the background. I think it's just like they've turned up the audio and it's just picking up static. I thought at first, maybe that was, maybe that was like a stylistic choice because they had, like he was playing his record. So maybe he'd left it on and it was just, Mm. uh, it was not, it was just bad. Yeah. Like anytime anyone said the word sicko, it, sicko, sicko. Yeah, it did that. It was it was really painful to listen to. Um, but we we start in a in a burning, right, in both themes and the and the opening scene, mm-hmm. where some dude is I don't know smelting. I don't know what's going furnaces. on there. I think they're not... like melting tin or or lead or something. Anyway. Yeah, I. Also, don't know if it was sort of implying that um, uh, Donnie, Donnie threw in the. Yeah, I don't know. If I think he did because he said that he bathed that guy. He covered that guy in fire. Yeah. He said that. Yeah, <laughs> which is a weird thing to say after someone's just been burnt. been set on fire. <laughs> yeah, so like, and it was really weird as well because he was staring into the opposite flame tank. And then the, this dude comes over and or was it Ben? Ben, I think. Is yeah, the one he's staring into the light. opposite one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Ben comes over. He's like, dude, watch your eyes. And then like closes the lid with his visor up. Um, <laughs> and then goes over to the other one and starts stoking the fire. Yeah. Um, but he's just like hitting around this like crash zoomed <laughs> shot of a <laughs> of an explosive Conveniently, yeah, where it says this is going to explode if you put it in a fire. Yeah. And then it explodes, yeah. like facing him, yeah. and his back sets on fire. <laughs> completely engulfed in flame. <laughs> so, as a trained professional that works with burning, he stood up and like waved his arms around. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to get me like this. Yeah. Um, Donnie didn't do much, though. He kind of stood there, paralyzed by fear, some might say. Yes. Or remembering old flames that he knew of in the past that he stoked yeah his uh his co-workers didn't appreciate that very much one of them gets very agitated about it and in one version calls him a homosexual slur oh dear lord multiple times oh no (laughs) well that's very upsetting also there's no way of knowing if that man was homosexual so it's it's a weird guess he didn't, I don't know, he didn't mention that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and this is where like he goes through and he's shouting, this is the boss, he's shouting at Donnie saying, you're a sicko, uh, you're a sicko, you, you, you sick fuck. And then he's like, no, the flames weren't evil. He's talking about the, how the flames weren't being evil. I think he's talking about Ben wasn't being evil, but he had to cover him in the flames to, purify him oh is that it i got a little bit lost with him i have very yeah. vague 
very vague notes in this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I will be limping through. Um, the best thing is, is you chose this film. <laughs> yeah, I know, but... Can I say... But just I chose poorly. Regular Mike is wrong, because here's why he's wrong, and here's why you're wrong, James. This film was chosen by Quentin Tarantino himself to be the first film shown at the Quentin Tarantino Film Festival in 1996. The very first Quentin Tarantino Film Festival. That's how good it is, James. That the guy who made Django Unchained... It sounds like he didn't have many people. It was the very first one. He was like, all right, what's a cheap film that we can play at 7 a.m. before anyone turns up? No one's going to watch it. They were like, we've got Footloose, it's cheap. And he's like, that sounds like it's got the absence of feet in it, which is the opposite of what Were I they want. trying to um, get the burning and they, they got the wrong one? <laughs> You'll love this film. It's got George Costanza in it and Tom Savini did the makeup. <laughs> Wait a minute. I don't remember this opening with a can exploding. <laughs> um, okay, so then he's driving. He drives Before home. he drives, we're introduced to his... Oh, his, fr- work, his co-worker. Who- He's like super into him for some yeah. reason. Yeah, he loves him, but not enough to hold his hand and watch a movie. Yeah, like I don't understand who this <laughs> character is or why he cares about this guy. I think so. I think he was like he's. I think he feels like this guy's a bit down in his luck. He's a bit of a nobody, and he's he's trying to be a nice pal and like he's trying to be a good person and like offer him an ear. And he's like not in a Van Gogh way. But he's like, you've had a stressful day and that dude is like ripping you a new one. Um, you must be really shook up. He's like, oh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> he's like, you must be really <laughs> fucked up in the head because you just set someone alight, almost killed them. You're paralyzed. You weren't doing anything. He's like, no, no, of course. Could go home and chill with my mum. She's ill. She's ill. She is ill. Though he's sick. Sick. <laughs> The quality of that sounds really good. It sounds like I'm watching the movie. Oh, perfect. It's all this <laughs> professional film equipment. Uh, yeah, then we get Donnie driving, and this is where we hear the voice for the first time. Which I really struggled with. Yeah, I only really picked up on what he was saying on my notes round this morning, watching put, it with headphones on. I put on the subs, because I couldn't hear what they were saying. Yeah, they aren't that- clear. Could have been the ringing in my head, drowning it out. <laughs> yeah, they're kind of like high-pitched whispers with like an echo. Yeah, that's that's in his head. Yeah. So I believe he's psychotic. Well, is he, James? Is he? Oh, there was, a, there was an Avengers a, post-credit scene. You seem to have forgotten. There about. is no, no. You're right, but we're led to believe that he's psychotic. Yes, exactly. Well, the angels are talking to him, maybe. They say to him, that's it, be a good boy, go home, mother is waiting. Yeah. And when I heard this the first time, I wrote in my notes, like, mama's voices are in his head. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, oh, okay, it's a psycho thing. Like, he's killed his mum, and he's just, like, reliving her through him. Yeah. But she's haunting his brain in this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not that. He gets home, and his mum is alive or at least maybe was when he left the house because he gets home and finds his mother brings her tea but she's quite actually no no she's not still because we get to her and i was like oh fuck and then it cuts to her and she takes 
the deepest breath, like she's just finished <laughs> holding her breath for the last five minutes. I love that that's the take they went with, considering every other time you see it, she doesn't look dead. Yeah, and they cut to her, she's like, <sighs> go. Also, can I add, before he takes the tea to her, he looks at the matches on the fridge mm. and minorly he stares at it for a while and, it, and it's obviously a plot point. He does stare longingly. But later on, when he's running around in the house in the next couple seconds, he lights a cigarette of a match and it's not an issue for him to have. I think it's maybe the because the matches are near the cooker. Maybe. Yeah. So he finds out his mum is dead, basically. Oh, maybe in that out. very moment because she was breathing. She just died. <laughs> yeah, as he it... brought the tea. He brought her chamomile tea to help her sleep. But yeah. she had just reached the deepest slumber. <laughs> um, and then I have, um, so, oh yeah, so it was an ominous looking house and I've written very, very bad music. Voices then tell him that he's free yeah, and he can do what he wants, mm-hmm. which includes playing his music as loud as possible, then jumping up and down on a chair and rocking <laughs> back and forth before lighting a cigarette. Like, oh, yeah. th- this is like Kevin McAllister. Well, he's like <laughs> if a he child. Was a teenager. He's got yeah. a, a arrested development. He's got stunted growth. He's like a child and he, he can play his music as loud as he wants to jump around on the furniture. I don't know. I feel like where this kind of falls flat is that we, and we see through the post credits, his, or like through, not post credits, through flashbacks of his mum like tormenting him. Uh huh. But I feel like we needed to see her alive, maybe the day before, just being a bit of a cunt, so so that I had more content. Seeing like how he actually acted around her as an adult, because I don't have any sense of that. He just seems a little bit slow. I would argue that they clearly were copying Psycho and uh, the... Oh, God, why have I forgotten her name? I'll call okay. her Mrs. Bates for now. She's. Uh... She's dead the whole time. And, but they do but talk no, to each was, other. She was breathing. <laughs> she died. Well, I mean, Nora Bates? I can't remember her fucking name. Is. She's literally a skeleton, so she isn't breathing. But, like, he... he I mean, Donnie talks to her all throughout the film, but she yeah. doesn't respond. I mean, sometimes she walks around and stands there. I I love that, man. I love the that. When she's in the mirror, I genuinely felt a chill. I was like, that's fucking horrible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Th- those bits are great. Yeah. You've seen at the very end, great. It may have bumped it up a half point. Well, when we get to them, <laughs> I will point out the scenes, James, that were not in the uh, other version, the uncut version, that they added in this. Uh, and they are, okay. I, I would argue, they are good character scenes that should be in there. Okay. Yeah. Um, there's a weird grade choice as well. So when he's having a smoke, he then goes, he gets up and he goes over to one of his mum's little angel statues and puts out the fag butt in the eye. Now, this shot is purple. Pink me cigarette butt, James. This is the second dub of this. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> uh, uh, my apologies. A cigarette butt. That, that got me in trouble in New York the first time I went there. Really? Asking for a pack of fags. The guy was like, what the fuck did you just say? I was like, oh, oh, oh different country. <laughs> um, he was really aggressive. Um, I'll just take a glass of water. What? <laughs> Wire. What? 
So yeah, the shop was purple, but he puts out the uh, the lit smoking stick on um, on this angel's eye, and then he hears his mother cry to him. Yeah, yeah. That can't possibly be right because she's dead. But that shot is like reddish purple. And the only thing, and I assume it was just a shit grade or like fucked up footage. Cause, but the only thing it matched is later on the film, there's a, a dream sequence. Mm. And it kind of matches that grading. But I can't imagine that was intentional. Well, there's a, the, the scene, the infamous scene in this film has a, you probably noticed a line down the middle of it through damage. But I believe that the, the camera negative that we are watching doesn't have that, which means that they obviously took that version mm. and put it back into this film, which is weird for this strange hybrid that must have been Amazon's doing. They must have been yeah. like, oh, we can't have violence. Although uh, the zombie one we watched seemed to be uncut, so... Yeah, plus I watched yeah. I watched Rambo Last Blood. Did you watch that? Immediately after you messaged me <laughs> um, while I was it's cleaning the house. so mean at the end. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it's cool when he kills all those people, but when he rips that guy's heart out, it's just like Jesus. There was a kid like, show about Rambo. <laughs> you need to see. You need to see how it feels. <laughs> I honestly, I put on the subtitles for Stallone, not for the Mexican. <laughs> wow, I had a better chance of understanding that. <laughs> so yeah, he is. He is his mum kicking off. And then he goes upstairs, um, but the voices tell him that the mother is definitely dead, and yeah, he is she, now... She's the, still dead. Yeah, he is the master of the flames now. He's in charge. But he also says, they also say that she wants the flame. But I she believe. can't have it. Well, because well, then he, the now that he knows that he's in charge, he gets her back for her torment, which is holding her mm. arms over the flame, which I thought well, we was now a have, great we shot. We now have the flashback. Mm-hmm. So that happens now. So yeah, so the mum is by the cooker and she's um, shouting for the kid to come to her um, and like that he needs to be punished. And she lights the burner stove and pulls his arm, forearms over the top of the flames or actually either side of the flames and then just like bounces them over the flames <laughs> to the left and right. And then when I saw his feet, I was like, is he fucking levitating? But I realised that she's like, Paul dragged him, or oh, uh, Mike find out, she's dragged him, like, over the counter. But yeah. it looked like she was that strong. She was just, like, lifting him up. <laughs> so you like you like this? Uh, well, uh, the shot the shot of him, he goes to get the matches, and then it cuts up to the mum's house, and the camera pans across to the wall, and you see his shadow as he's holding her arm and burning her arms with the matches. I thought that was a really good fucking shot. Oh, I missed that. Really? Yeah. Because the next time you see her, the mum, she's all charred, but he literally, he's like, Yeah, because I, like, I was like, oh, he must have just burnt her. No, well, yeah, li- there's a really good shot where his shadow was on the wall holding her arm and burning it, and he's just like muttering to her, about, like, go fuck yourself kind of stuff. And I thought that shot was fucking great. Nice. Which is... Yeah. Maybe I just looked away at all the good bits, or the redeeming qualities. Because all the violence in this... I thought it was pretty well cut to the point where I was like, where does the fucking violence go? Like, it, I think it was cut pretty well, considering. I think they But, could but what about the, the giant edit. swaths of time where scenes went on for about five minutes too long? They could have removed those and put violence in. I can only think of one scene that goes on for too long, and that's an additional scene. Um, is this the, the florist? 
The florist no, feels not that worse bit. than the room. I know the, the florist room... was an odd scene, which I guess is the next scene, right? Yeah. Oh no, because the next day they say he's building a room. So Donnie doesn't care about burnt Ben. Oh, thing he calls it. Yeah, he's building a room. He's mm-hmm. like nailing in metal sheets, and then yeah. he gets a call from. Are you going to do it, Tommy? Bobby. Bobby. Yeah, close enough. I think there's only three names in this film. Yeah. Bobby and Bobby's chatting to him about Ben, and he and he's just like, "What? You completely Please? forgot? <laughs> oh fuck! I burned a guy alive. Oh yeah, no, I'm good. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm fine, but I'm not going to come into work. A meal or something. So you tell that cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> you tell that cigarette <laughs> boss of mine. <laughs> oh, that it was that way round. I get yeah. I the boss was calling him a cigarette. A cigarette. No, no, no. It was the other way around. Yeah, and then and then Donnie goes to a hunting. Now I know this is America, and I don't fully understand America. But Donnie <laughs> goes to a hunting store. Now there were sells... lo- there were lots of pistols. There were lots of rifles and knives. Mm-hmm. And then there was a unique item in the shop <laughs> shop front. <laughs> in a hunting shop. Uh, and I, but, I don't know where you would get a flame-proof suit from. Sorry, uh, a World War II firefighting suit. <laughs> is that what it is? That was the label on it. Weird. It that was would be like a an World War II firefighting suit. I and didn't I'm even like, notice it had a label on it. I'm like, that can't be like very functional. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, Wait, hang on. Whoa, well, hang on. What was it? A World War II? Firefighting suit. Okay, firefighting suit. Okay. Yeah. To because fight I was fires, gonna... Like a fireman suit. It was the Germans that had the flamethrowers, not us. Us and America. But... Well, maybe our way of combating them was to wear fireproof suits and run what? at them with knives. Why would the World War II firefighters own a complete fireproof suit where I would argue that the day's firefighters don't? <laughs> I don't know, but I, he looks like a cross between a spaceman and a bee, um, a beehive. Into... It was a bit. It was a bit of a thicker a thing than, than the guy's head in the last film we watched at the start that a rat managed to get into. It was yes. a thicker version of that. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, the actor. It's a bit of trivia for you, James. Are you ready? Mm. Apparently, the actor. He has that suit still to this day. He kept it. He should get a sweet ass mannequin to dress it with. He's in 47 episodes of The Sopranos. It's what, bit parts? No, he's, he's one of the main guys. I can't remember what he's called. I, I look, I've never watched Sopranos, but uh, I showed a picture this to Chris. This guy can and... act. Yeah, he's a, he's a proper actor. <laughs> God, you, wouldn't have t- you couldn't have told from this film. <laughs> he was young in this one, James. There was, I'll tell you what, this guy really, really uses all of his knowledge and acting skills and charisma to demonstrate... <laughs> Um, mental health, yeah, and the uh, and the subtle decline. I mean, I would argue he does a better job than fucking Heath, uh, not Heath Ledger, than fucking wacky, wacky Phoenix Wacky Phoenix. I, in I his would seminal ten out of ten, the best movie ever made. Oh, it's so good, so smart. You have to be a genius to figure it out. The Joker, which so spoilers, good. I loved it. It's awful. It's great. It's fantastic. You're wrong. It's You're a fool. So good. I love when films talk down to me. Well, it's the only way you can understand it. Thankfully, this film has a really good <laughs> scene of exposition as well that really helped. Yes. This, yes. That uh, might be the additional scene. That 
so then we go into the plant store. So he goes up to this plant store and he's like, hey, I, uh, I know you're shut, but I want to buy something for my sick mum. She's sick and she's my mum. She's sick and my, my mum's sick. Can I just say, they're called flower shops. <laughs> Florist. Like, yeah, like, like Mother's Day. Do you be like, oh, I've got to get my mum some plant? Plant from the plant store. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, I don't say I'm going to go to the the flower shop. True. Yeah. Well, I, you, you know what? That backfired on me, James. I'm going to go get my hair cut at the hair store. <laughs> <laughs> if anything, you go to get additional hair at the hair store. <laughs> Please put it on. It's getting cold. <laughs> um, and he's like, look, it doesn't have to be anything difficult. Just give me something really easy. And she takes pity on him and lets this mm-hmm. creepy guy in because he's clearly been mollycoddled. And she pulls out what is the shittest bouquet of flowers I've ever seen for like $4, which may have been a lot then, I don't know. Um, (laughs) It seems like he doesn't really care about a sick mum. Yeah. And then I thought something was going to happen because she walks in front of him and goes to the door to unlock it. And he's just like stood behind her. I'm like, oh, this is when he'll attack her. But I mean, he was like on the opposite side of the store. But no, I mean, I would say he was building up the courage to do it because it, even when he even when he takes her into the house, he toys with her a bit before he just fucking lays her out. Like he takes yeah. ages trying to figure out what he's going to do. I think he just wants to keep her there. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So then, oh, we have some really shit like um ad living going on outside. Hey Those baby, guys. you ever had your asshole licked by a fat man in overcoat? <laughs> it is New Jersey. It was filmed in New Jersey, James. <laughs> Snookins. And then, yeah, so they're like, she just misses her bus. And then these three guys, she walks past these three guys. Mm-hmm. So they're behind her. And then um, he's behind them. And then uh, they're like shouting at her and like teasing her and flirting with her. And then he drives up to her. Mm-hmm. And then she is looking ahead at the guys and the audio is so bad yeah that it sounds like they're in the car with them (laughs) and their ad-libbing was horrendous yeah so he gets her in the car and he says he's going to drive her home yeah no yeah which is on his way home but he needs to go past his home drop his flowers off first yeah because his mum's really sick which is fine with i guess it's the 70s and nobody got serial killed yet yeah and i quite like this because it's like it's incremental steps so yeah so he does that and then he gets to the car and then he walks off and he's like oh wait i forgot my package can you pass me the package and so Mm -hmm. she gives him the package and then he goes oh wait actually do you want to come in and she's like i don't know no no he's like oh come on it will make my mom feel really good Uh, no no, no. It's like okay, fine. And then they go in. It's a creepy looking house, which yeah, someone points out house. later on. But yeah, they get inside, and then she wanders around the house with a string quartet, mm-hmm. and just like following her and reacting to everything. As she doesn't react to everything she does, because I'm pretty sure it's just stock music. And <laughs> um, <laughs> what is he doing at this time? He is fucking around. He goes up to see his mum. And then he says that she's gotten worse and he like comes back down 
uh, and he yeah. makes a phone call to the doctors, and the whole time she's But it's a like, fake call to the doctors because he's got his finger on the dial tone, on, yeah, the, yeah. on the receiver, or whatever it is. Um, and then she's it, like, can I use the phone to call a fucking a- uh, ambulance? Can I use can. the phone to call a taxi? And, and he's uh, like, no, I'll give you a lift home. I'll give you a lift. And she's Wait, like, no, no, no. I want to use the phone. And then he starts, he's like, oh, you want to ask my permission to use the phone? And he's like, yes. I, I, I thought that was really weird. Oh, is it because he, he hasn't been asked for anything before? Yeah, never. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the first time he's ever experienced that. And he's just like, cool. Which is why that's so bizarre to him. And then she calls a cab, manages to get through. And it's like, hello, cab service. As he smashes her around the head with something metal. And the cab service are like, hello? Well, I guess she left. <laughs> and here, James, is where the cut scene is so the version yeah. you saw had so she's so hanging up on a hook she, yeah she's hanging up in this now like this metal room mm-hmm. she's hanging up on a hook you see close-ups of her arms of her feet on the floor of her head and shoulders mm-hmm. and then he comes in douses her in gasoline which really seems unnecessary because he then pulls out a flamethrower <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's his first time flamethrowing someone, though, so he didn't know how well he it would work. didn't know how big the flame would be. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And then... It's not a match. Then it cuts to the next day, right? Once he sets her on fire. Yeah. What so did the, you no, so yeah, the, once he walks towards her with the, with yeah, the yeah. flamethrower, yeah. So the other version, she wakes up, uh, and she's like, the shot. Then you see a full body shot, and you see her completely naked. Then he comes in and douses her in petrol and you see her from behind completely naked while she's doused in petrol and now completely dry for some reason. <laughs> she did and, dry up pretty quick. And then he sets her on fire and you see her burn, which is a shot of a naked woman with flames drawn on her. <laughs> then the next shot, she is completely aflame, like completely headed to a flame. I wrote it down to see what happens next. And then he's looking over her charred body and she's just like steaming cooked corpse and he starts to take her off the hook when it cuts to the next day and the guy at work being told that fucking thing isn't shown for a week and he's going to get fired oh shit I was just seeing if I can find the burning I found scene. it on YouTube the full thing I, I, mate, I can tell you if you find uh, the full thing it's 27 minutes in I'll check it out later um, I want to see these hand drawn on flame. Well, I mean, they're in the final bit uh, later on when the people are on fire because one of them steps out of it and you can <laughs> see the ring of where the person should be, like the, the keying. It looks really bad. <laughs> yeah, that looked bad. And then they have a section where just the wall in front and the wall behind is on fire and then it's okay. I know uh, I know that these, the whole point of these films is uh, like to show nudity in that, but it just feel completely fucking pointless. And having known that I'm seeing the version without it, the other version with it, like it is brutal seeing a burn, but it's also really cheap and it looks fake. And the 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 nude the naked shots are weird because she's covered in gasoline, but it's completely dry. It's just a weird shot. I guess solvents evaporate quicker, <laughs> especially in a room of fire. Yeah, yeah, it's a weird That's... one. Um, so so then... I had bad audio work. Oh no! Then it then they're at work. Is it like a small throwaway scene yes, where sir. Donnie's boss is shouting at Billy? Bobby. Billy, 
Bobby. Bobby. You said Tommy the first time. Well, I'll get that. <laughs> Shouting at Bobby <laughs> and saying that, like, if this cigarette doesn't come in, he's going to lose his job and I'm going to beat his ass or something. But it was really hard to hear because it was awfully recorded and, like, it sounded like they recorded it in a factory because you could hear that over everything else. Yeah, they probably did. Yeah. They and it was, like, it was one shot as well. It was like, just they set a camera up and they're like, go. We'll, yeah, we'll, it we'll just like an elevator. One take. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So then we go to the next scene of Donnie picking someone up, right? Yeah, and this was kind of rushed because there's, there's a car that's broken down on the side of the road. He pulls up. She's like, hey, I can't do this. And he like, it's not working. He's like, hey, I can give you a lift to the next garage. Oh, do you mind if we stop by my house first? Yeah, fine. Yeah. Cool. And then it just cuts to him dressing her. So it, it cuts to a shot of outside the house and you hear a scream. Yeah. Then it cuts it. to a shot inside the house and you see a smoky stairway for some reason. Yeah. And then it cuts to... Him, him getting clothes. Grabbing a dress. Yeah, but, and the I... un, but the uncut version has him taking her home and then just cuts hard cuts to her being a charred corpse hanging up and he's looking at her, which is why there's smoke in the that's, hallway. That would be better. Yeah, and that's the only additional scenes of violence that are in this film. The, all the mm. other stuff stays in. The, the disco scene was untouched in this version. <laughs> What a shame. <laughs> that's a uh, fucking scene. Sorry, that's a scene that goes on too long. Him buying yes. clothes. In fact, it doesn't even need to yes. be in there. We, No, it doesn't. It just goes to show how naive he is. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that's it felt like a bit like rinse and repeat. I thought maybe the second kill would equally be difficult. Mm-hmm. Not as hard as the first, but like he might. He, the second struggle. kill seemed to have been easier than the third one. Yeah. The third one he's really weird when he's in the shop, but also I noticed, so the next scene is him going to the shop. Oh, and well, as he's... At first he just, I assumed he was going to dress up as his mum. Cause I assumed it was going to go full psycho when I saw him like getting the clothes out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, is he dressed as mum yet? <laughs> <laughs> so he goes, the, ne- the next scene he goes to a shop and he starts lecturing over some woman. Yeah. But worth noting before he walks into a shop, a woman is coming out, dragging her kids by the arms and shouting at them. And this is one of the themes throughout this film. Whenever you see a mother, she's being horrible to their children. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. there are no nice mums. So he's being mom. a fucking creep to this woman. And then a, a shop owner intervenes. He's like, is anything wrong? And he's just like, no. He's like, I'm probably upset, so I'm going to go apologise. And the guy's like, cool, fine. Go follow after her. <laughs> Good. Then, yep, now's the time. Then we get her carry, him carrying a burnt body next to the mother to be like, I wanted you to meet Linda before I introduced her to everyone else. And this yeah. is where you get where he's dressing them up. And, he, and so they've really sped up the second and third kill by showing like fewer and fewer bits of the process. Yeah. And that's when the f- phone rings. Bobby calls him yeah. to tell him that he's going to get fired. Yes. And he doesn't really care. No. Because he's, he's kind at of first, swept up in this killing thing. At first he doesn't care until he looks up in the mirror and sees yes. standing on the fucking balcony looking down at him his corpse-up mother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Does, she, does she say something then? Completely blackened. Um, I don't think so. And then I have that he, he completely loses it again. 
Yeah, he starts being like, I'm in trouble, I'm in trouble, I need help. And the guy's like, I'll come by. And he says, no, you can't come by, but I'm going to go see the priest. And the dude's like, oh, no, why do you want to see that guy? He's like a, a witch doctor. Yeah, yeah. And then I was like, oh, okay, that could be interesting. Maybe that has something to play, but it's not. He's just a regular priest. Yeah, he's just a regular priest. He's just a regular poorly dubbed priest. Really, like that was the worst dubbing in that scene. But we'll get there. So now he walks upstairs after that, and her, his, you can hear his mum shouting that he's trash. And he yeah. goes in to see her, and he, he he starts shouting at her, being like, "I'm I'm in charge now. You don't talk to me like that." Yeah, and then he goes into the other room. Before you say that, in the other version, he goes up and tells to go at his mum. Then yeah. he walks into the room where the corpses, starts shouting at them, and then punches one of them and walks out. Huh. And, this in, and this entire scene is missing from the other version. And I really like this scene because it was fucking weird. Yeah. yeah when he, that, that sounds when good. he kisses one of the corpses on the lips. Really? <laughs> in this in the version you watch, James, he's, he's, he's having a go at because the, so they start laughing and he bursts in the room and he's like, don't you laugh at me? Don't you yeah, laugh at me? Stop laughing at me. And then tells the story about how his dad was abusive and there's. No, like, his, his mum was abusive, but his dad saved him from the abuse. But then when his no, dad I left... Thought, I thought his mum... I thought his dad was abusive towards his mother, so then she, um, then she took it out on him when his dad mm-hmm. left. Uh, he does say that dad used to protect me when he was around, but when dad left, she came after me. Oh, wow, I totally, I totally misread that. Because he also he gets his drink that he hides in the... Uh, in that yeah. drawer, and he's like, I, I, I honor my father by keeping this hidden. I still hide it, even though I don't need to. And he drinks the drink and then cleans the glass with a thing and puts it back in the drawer, which is gross. I thought that was just like his dad had a drinking problem and would beat his mum, but he's like kept his secret habit <laughs> of the alcohol. I totally misread that scene. Well, and then. And then the girl start laughing at him oh, and he's yeah. like, don't you laugh at me. And then he and says... And then he punches one. He punches one. And then he says that they're all bad except for the new one. And then he leans in and kisses her right on the mouth. <laughs> which would have been even more awesome if her lips had come off yes. when she like, kissed him. Or but... like her face just crumbled in. <laughs> they did... Uh, now at this point, so I swear there are different versions of these corpsed up brides. Because at this point, like a couple of them really look like paper mache faces. I think they look really good. I think they, they look they, like later on, I swear they look better. So here's a bit of trivia for you. Ooh. The burnt corpses are people that are dancers and are skinny. Whereas the un the the other versions, they they pick girls that are a bit chunk, even though they're clearly skinny girls. They're like they're. I mean, they look like normal women, but the, mm. the dancers are like stick thin, so that they're supposed to look thinner. I mean, I didn't notice that, but well, I they're dehydrated. Up. Well, I didn't realize until the dream sequence that they would be moving. Yeah, because they look like fucking, like you said, paper mache, yeah. fake bodies. They didn't. I assume like they, they were, were people, different. They were people. I assume they were different things. I, I thought they had some paper mache frozen things and then some like actors yeah i thought they looked fucking great i was like these look like actual burnt bodies man there's just one that looked like it looked like it had been sculpted on a balloon (laughs) it may have just been the angle well it's like all their lips are like 
charred off and shit, and their teeth were sticking out. But he, oh, um, it's the one that he decks as well as on a rocking chair. So she just like <laughs> ping pongs back and forth. <laughs> and then this is when I wrote a note for you saying, "Sorry, this is a bad film." You're wrong. That scene was he's great. Just like losing his mind, shouting at these girls. And there was multiple things I liked about this scene that you missed because you stopped to write stupid, pointless notes. <laughs> you, you missed him making out of a corpse, which is insane that you missed that. Yeah, I don't remember the kiss. He also lies to them about what happened at work. He tells them that his boss Vito started a fight with him and he beat the shit out of his boss, which is something he does a lot, which is lie about yeah. stuff. Yeah, and build himself up. I think this guy in this film, and you slagging him off, is probably the most accurate depiction of a like serial killer. He's a weedy little pussy that lies about shit all the time. And and the like the third attempt to try and get that woman, he's so overconfident, just blows it. He's just awful, mm-hmm. which is what they did. Like some of these, not all of them, but some of them are like this. But the, he also he says to them <laughs> as he's walking out of the room, he's just like, "Now, nah, don't you guys drink this?" Because I'll know if you've drunk this, and I don't like women that drink anyway. Yeah. I just like that. I thought and it was a nice he touch. Freak out later, and he's like, "Did one of you touch this?" Well, he then. I think this is a bit where he walks outside. You um, take one sip, and I'll know. He walks outside and sees the mother, the shadow of the mother, listening in in the hall as she moves away back into the room. Yes. Yeah. 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 That was really nice seeing that. Um, seeing the shadow disappear, and then mm-hmm. he goes out and he can't see his mum. Yeah. Um, and now we cut to a dream pyrotechnic scene yeah. on the beach with explosions yeah. and then a different angle of the same explosions and fire. <laughs> and <laughs> then Explosions were expensive back in the day in America, but not so yeah. much in <laughs> And then the... Um, and the oh, because didn't he, he put on... Yeah, he put on like a rock album and then fell asleep. Yeah. And then woke up. After so, like in that dream sequence, these like burn up quartz brides appear from um, from a, a trench, yeah, drag him down, kicking and screaming, and they looked awesome. They looked they look really great. Good. Did you notice in his bedroom that he's got like a square room, and then one of the corners has a staircase in it that leads up to a very dark something? Yes, I, and I, it I was just, just went like, outside. <laughs> I I'm like I would not sleep in that room if I was a child. There was no. a staircase to a fucking pitch black corner. <laughs> like, yeah. what is that? I'm like, there's a window at the roof, on the roof, yeah. and then there's a stairway into the corner of nowhere. <laughs> this building still exists, James. It's now a museum. They were going to knock it down, and now it's a museum. It's in New Jersey. A museum to the dead. I, 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 I mean, that's what all museums are. <laughs> Yeah, so they come out of this dream sequence and the same song is still playing on his record player. Mm-hmm. So he was not asleep for long. No. No. no, no. Uh, he was fine. And then Flaming Mum... Well, so I'll then... Get he, you do- oh, this was weird. But he wakes up from the dream, clearly freaked out, and then yeah. he goes into his mum's room to check that she's still there and she's still there and he turns all the lights on in her room because he's clearly freaked out. Then he yeah. goes to have a nice refreshing glass of water looks <laughs> up the top of the stairs and his fucking mum is standing there all charred up, all the flames behind her. What does she say to him? She says, I'll get you, Donald! <laughs> and like, the whole of the room behind her is on fire. But yeah. she's just stood there corpse still <laughs> with his voice screaming and I'm like, is he moving her into position without knowing? 
But also, also I she's was like, corpse I still now. Why wasn't she corpse still when she was supposed to be dead? Yes. But I was wondering, like, I think it would have been creepier either if she didn't say anything at all mm-hmm. or if her mouth moved. Or if her jaw dropped off. Of her, yeah, and rolled down the stairs, and he looked at it. I mean, I don't think she needed to speak. I think it, I, I do think you're right there. Uh, that's what they do in Psycho. You only hear the mother speak um, from behind or stuff. You never see her in frame when the voice is mm. going because it's obviously not her. It's obviously coming from Norman. But like, yeah. it does work better that you don't hear her speak when you see her. Yeah, because it, it it just looks a bit weird. Yeah. Um, and you oh, can literally cut those like every time she's on the screen and there's talking, you can cut those lines. Oh, except for the one at the end. I thought that was all right. Where I she's like, to... "You're a liar, and I've always hated you." Oh yeah, <laughs> dark. <laughs> yeah. Um, now we cut to um, the mother of all awful ADR. Yeah. And any any hopes of sync is thrown out the window. <clears throat> so this is the church scene. This is an additional scene. Ah. And he sneaks... He sneaks in to steal holy, holy water, water and he gets caught. Yeah. And I guess um, this is maybe part of his ig- ignorance as well. That like, He's like, well, clearly something weird is happening at home. But I've been told that holy water is good to fix bad things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so maybe he I'll also, just steal it. This- I don't know if this is the exposition scene you were talking about, but he talks here about that fire. No, the dist- exposition was when he was like shouting at the girls and describing his mum and his dad. That's an ad- so the exposition is an additional scene. Oh, okay, and then this is also an additional scene where he talks about mother says that we're all bought, burnt, born yeah. with evil and it has to be burned out of us, and and the priest has to explain to him that he's wrong, and then he shows him the scars. Yeah. And, and the priest's like, who did this to you? And it's just like, you're not very smart. He's like, I just told you, my mum used to <laughs> yeah, I literally just the said evil this. out of me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was shouting at the TV then. Yeah. Um, but then, they, they tried to have this like deep philosophical discussion on evil. Mm-hmm. And it, it feels a little bit flat, I think. Yeah. I mean, um, I can sort of see why the scene was cut, but then the next scene was also cut. And I like the next scene where he... Wants to forgive his mother, so he like gives her that like communal baptized thing. Oh yeah, and then, he and then does it to all the corpses and starts telling them that things are going to be different from now on. Yeah, he he draws the cross, draws the cross on their foreheads, or anoints them with holy water, and so oh yeah, oh sorry, there was a weird line with the priest who was like, "You you have all the answers, don't you? You have all the answers, and you know <laughs> you know all the book stuff." And I am who I am, but you don't know things. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah, that bit wasn't great. Yeah. So yeah. So now he's addressing the girls, and he's like, "I can change." The priest says, "I can change," and then um, and he's anointed them all, and he's like, "So things are going to change around here." Mm-hmm. And then so he's trying to be good, but the voice in his head says, "No, there are more." And he's yeah. like, "No, I, I'm I've done." He's like, "No, you have to burn them. You have to burn more of them." He's like, no, I got them. He's like, but there's more evil out there. Yeah. So I quite like that he's trying to fight the voices in his head. Yeah. And also, this is weird that they cut the scene because he then 
is saying he doesn't want to burn anyone anymore. And the next time he burns someone, it's because he's freaking out. And then he yeah. starts going full on freak out mode after that, which makes sense. But so in the other version of the film, he's just a fucking nutcase all the way through. And it doesn't really explain that he's trying to yeah. fight this, which is why, like, I, I, I don't know your school yet, but I think this is, I do think this is a good film. And I do think this, I think that I'm going to say it now and I'll repeat it again at the end. This is doing what Driller Killer wishes it was fucking doing. Yes. Yes. So much better that. than Driller Killer. It was a bit better. It was much better than Driller <laughs> Killer, but it, it wasn't great. If this film had a buffalo painting and a, a weird soundtrack when it zoomed in, then this film would be a 10 out of 10. <laughs> uh, oh, fuck. I forgot about the buffalo. <laughs> And then avant-garde rock scenes. Yeah. I mean, it had that. <laughs> there was really weird music in this scene, though, that I wrote as whimsical elf music <laughs> when, while he was, like, anointing them. It was just the strangest choice. Yeah. And I don't know why. But then he calls up Bobby. Yeah. And Bobby is, is like, head over heels with Donnie at this point. He loves I know, him. right? He loves maybe him. that comment that's made in the other version is an accurate comment. Yeah, but maybe it's Bobby, not Donnie. Yeah. Um, but then Donnie's like, "Yeah, I think it'd be great if we could just like spend the night and and chat. Um, maybe go to the theater. Firstly, don't go to theater if you want to chat. Yeah, dick move. Although what's they your, are American. What's your film? Shut your mouth, goddammit. I went to see the I went to see the Quiet Place with a Canadian. Oh no, I've never felt more british in my life because um the film's called the quiet place so it's a quiet film anyway and she was like shouting at the screen and i was just sat there like oh my god there's people in here man you but i, I was too don't british to be like, please there. don't do that oh my god <laughs> oh, i don't think i could sit through that yeah i mean to be fair there were two girls <laughs> sat in front of us that took their shoes off and were drinking a bottle of wine and were making phone calls so she wasn't even the worst person uh, in the firstly cinema. shoes and wine is fine Take, Making phone calls. Up. No, no, that, that you crossed the line there. But yeah, take this the shoes off. This was in the Odeon on Holloway Road, and ah, uh, oh, what a great place. <laughs> okay, yeah. So he says that he doesn't want to just sit in the cinema and hold hands with him. Mm-hmm. I, I've sort of two, two, two girls for us tonight. Now he's just ushered his kids, two kids and wife, out of the room. Yeah, he's like, my wife thinks I'm going to be working late. I working all weekend. So um, these girls are dynamite. Do you, mm-hmm. you want to know the stuff they're into? Or oh, they're, they're into the stuff. It, I can't tell you what stuff. Or, but, but you, 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 oh, wow. That kind of stuff. <laughs> You'll <laughs> blush. Yeah. You'll blush. It's so good that they'd cut, the, they'd cut it out of this version. That's how like, good it is. Like toe stuff. Ooh. Mm. Ooh this the, is why Quentin Tarantino wanted it in his film elbows. festival. Yeah, all those clothes. Oh, one of them's really into like hot wax. Mm, yeah, shave my legs. Being dripped <laughs> lovingly on her, her face. Back, crack and sack. <laughs> <laughs> wax it all. Okay, and now then, we have a really wait, weird hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh, oh. Important bit, of, important bit of world building. As he hangs up the phone, one of the kids in the other room knocks something over and the mum starts shouting at the kid saying she's going to fucking kill that kid if he doesn't get it out of it. Another uh, case of oh, a bad yeah. mother in this film. Yeah. Also, maybe worth noting that Donnie didn't call Bobby from his house. He was 
down at a pier and used a pay phone, which means he's memorized his phone number. So they must be really good friends. No, because everyone memorized everyone's numbers. Like she was like, oh, I'll call the cab number. True. Because no one had phones. No one had mobiles. I used to remember so many people's mobile numbers. Wow. And, Even when you had a mobile that could save the number. Uh, well, I didn't at the very beginning, but then, but then, yeah, because I wouldn't always have minutes, so I wouldn't be able to get. Yeah. There is legit parts of this film that you watched this morning that you don't remember. <laughs> yeah, and I and I still don't remember a lot of numbers. <laughs> wait, you, wait, have the, has the concept of numbers just gone from your head? Yeah, I get to four, and then I pick it up around seven. I think there's at least eight numbers in between, but I can't figure out what they all are. Wait, eight's a number? <laughs> well, I know, I know after seven. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, so we get to what's possibly your favourite scene. The disco scene. No, oh, wait, no the, the uh, shirt shopping scene, which somehow, somehow is just two lines for me. Pushy sales clerk. And scene is way too long. Yeah. But it's ten, 10 minutes of him basically being told hand over fist, like, buy this expensive shirt is what the disco kids are wearing. And buy now let's shoes. buy get you to buy an entire outfit because mm-hmm. I can convince you to buy shit. Because you're clearly insane if you don't know your own shoe size. <laughs> and he's like, I'll have that, that shirt they were looking at. What shirt do the other people look at? And he said, this red matador one. He said, yes, it's perfect. You like it? He's like, no, it's obtuse. (laughs) He's like, what does obtuse mean? (laughs) You're obtuse. (laughs) And then he's like, did they like it? Because they were looking at it. He said, no. So, oh, you want this. Okay, you want that. Okay. He's like, you need to wear the shirt because everyone at the discos are wearing the shirt. And they get there, literally no one was wearing that shirt. It's like they got to film in two shops and needed to make sure they got all the footage that they could in those two shops, i.e. the florist and the clove shop. Yeah, they made the best, made made the most up locations. <laughs> they were like, Otherwise, it's just going to be this house and a disco. Yeah. Yeah. So now we get to the discotheque, and he meets Bobby, Donnie meets Bobby, and Bobby's chatting with some girl and then presents another girl who's just been chatting with this other guy Mm -hmm. um to bobby um bobby is quite awkward she asks if he wants to dance and then some boy comes over and speaks to her and she's like oh that's my brother your brother who comes up to you and says hey what's happening babe and then like kisses her on the lips that's your brother (laughs) well i mean biden kisses his granddaughter on the lips right and she's an adult it's weird so, is that a standard? I mean, to be fair, Donnie kisses corpses on the lips, so... <laughs> yeah, but he also punches them. Yeah, well, they deserved it. It's the only way to get them clean. Have you seen how they were dressed, James? I saw ankle. <laughs> no skin at all. It's disgusting. I can um, see your ankle bones. <laughs> put it away. Your ankle burns. Okay, so, yeah, she asks if he wants to dance. He says that he doesn't dance. And mm-hmm. then another guy comes up and flirts with her and asks if he can dance. And here's a dude talking to her earlier. And he's Donnie's like, yeah, go for it. I don't know what to do in social situations. So he's sitting and chilling on the side. Yeah. 
And then she comes over and tries to convince him to dance and grabs his arms from over the bar and pulls him towards her. But this bit was a, awkward. This bit a, was awkward. There's a candle yeah. under his arms. I was wondering why they were focused on this for so long. I didn't clock the candle thing until they make it clear. See, I clocked the candle and then I was like, that was unnecessary that you made it clear. But if you didn't clock the candle, then yeah. So, yeah, yeah I, I just thought it was arms, weird. And he's like freaking out. Oh, it's a nice shot. He's freaking out because, like, because obviously the flames there, and she's just like, "Oh no, come climb over this bar and dance with me." And then it cuts to the shot of his arms being held over the flames of his mum burning his forearms. Yeah. So how does he react, Lee? How would you react? Well, he he shouts no, picks up the start. candle, getting every. Ra- <laughs> rams it into her face. Bad move. <laughs> <laughs> Burning off her skin with the hot wax and setting her hair aflame like she's a Michael Jackson Pepsi commercial. Yeah, it really is. It's very similar. To which about three people in the packed discotheque react. <laughs> yeah, everyone, everyone else is just dancing, eating their meal. Donnie casually walks out. Past yeah. people who are not reacting to the fact that there's somebody on fire. And then no. someone goes up to her brother and it's just like, uh, sorry, I just need to stop you for a sec. Your sister has been burnt. And he, She's doesn't, on fire. Even, he doesn't even check on the sister. He well, no, I think he does because Donnie went that way and he went that <coughs> Sorry, I don't want to sneeze on you, so I covered my mouth. Um, wow. So, oh God, it went down the microphone. <laughs> oh God, it's in my ears. <laughs> Yeah, so Donnie went out to the right, and she went to the bar, and he ran off to the left. Mm-hmm. So I thought the first point, I was like, fucking idiot, ran the wrong way. But I thought maybe he ran to check, and his sister saw that she was all kinds of fucked up. Yeah. And ran out to Donnie, because he catches up with her, and he's like... You're scarred my sister for she's life. She's been scarred for life, yeah. So I assume he saw her face. Maybe yeah. he thought the wax was like her face. I don't know if wax is hot enough to scar you for life. But no, I think it's the, the fire on your head that will do that. <laughs> oh, true, yeah. <laughs> true. They, they could have done a Michael Jackson, just reshaped her face. She came with, out with even With all the whiter. wax on it. Yeah, just had a nice pointed nose and some cheap. Well, the wax would have made a perfect, like, you could peel that off and have a perfect shape of her original face inside. Nice. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, you can rebuild that. You can make it faster, stronger. Um, flame retardant <laughs> you can't say that word you get dumped no, out no the flames other here <laughs> um, so yeah her brother beats the shit out of him yeah um, and then he's driving back and you see these two two bar girls mm-hmm. trying to catch a ride and they're whoo oh wow I'm really drunk steaming you could say steaming Whoop, look out for me because I'm crazy. What well, I'm the crazy one. They're like um Margot Kidder in uh in in A Black Christmas and B Life Itself. They're that drunk. <sighs> Sorry, you didn't bore me. <laughs> Were you thinking about the clove scene again? <laughs> so he pulls over to help these girls out, and this is where he perpetuates his lies. So he lies again. Yeah, he says that um, that these three guys, and he keeps kind of like building on this lie. He's like, "I got 
beat up by these three guys and they all had knives but i beat them and they're laughing he's like because i'm a ex-marine and a green beret and they're like but that's the army and he's like with the sorry the stupid question but are the marines and the army not the same thing no they're different they're all part of the military but you have the air force the land and sea marines is, is like our navy basically oh really but that's the navy seals yeah that's the navy seals yeah but a marine i thought marines were just no i thought marines were just standard enemies oh not enemies standard <laughs> soldiers. oh what team oh. are you fighting on Lee? what you resist the marine corps um a branch of the united states arms forces responsible for conduct um oh Responsible for conducting um, expeditionary and, and amphibious operations. Well, I'll be. With United Navy SEALs, as well as the Army and Air Force. So who are the Green Berets? So they're from the Army. Okay. The Green Berets like the elite of the Army. Like so who is, the, who is the Raspberry Beret? Uh, that is the Queen. No, the Prince. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Freudian we got there. Slip the there. <laughs> Prince Andrew. Um, yeah, this is he. Then they want to go to a party, but they don't want to run into their their ass their either asshole friend or ass friend. Ass friend. Ass friend. Us. I don't want to hang in. He, he's an up. Like bless you. So. <laughs> um. So he's like, well, we can go back to mine. I've got a whole house. It's my house. Mine. It's me. me, me mine. And we can buy beer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You can have all your friends, and we'll have a big party, and it will be a great time. Yes, he's gone Sounds full berserk. He's gone full berserker mode. Yeah, but he's kind of charming. He's on the he's on the cusp of being charming here. Mm-hmm. So then they get back, and they're like, "Hey, this is a creepy house." He's like, "Yeah, it's an old house. It's kind of creepy." And they get in. It's all the fucking wallpaper coming off and shit. They get in. And they're like, "Ad lib, do it. You don't have scripts. Just react." Just walk around. Just like the scene in Dead and Buried. Wow. Oh, this is not, that's nice. <gasps> this spittoon is really nice. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So they do that for a while. And then he, um, I think, distracts one of them and takes her for a tour. Mm-hmm. And then locks her in a, like, slams the door shut behind him. Yeah. And her. And then we see Bobby mm. running to the priest. The witch doctor. He runs to the priest and is just like, you're the only person that can talk to Donnie. You're the only guy. You're the, you're the only person. I'm not going to go to the police. Yeah. I'm not going to tell the police that he just says, I don't know if he tells the priest he set someone on fire. Oh, yeah, because Bobby's like, you need to be careful because this guy's hunting. Oh, no, no, Donnie needs to be careful because this guy's hunting Donnie and he's going to fuck him up. Mm-hmm. Which he should because he just set his sister alight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he really shouldn't interfere. Interfere. Yeah. Also, he's so... At what point would you just ditch this Donnie guy? You, you ditch him when he set someone on fucking fire in a club. He has never gone for a drink with you. He's turned you down every single time. And the one time he goes out. He tries to burn people to the ground. (laughs) (laughs) This man's a wild card. Yeah. Yes. Then Donnie. Oh, and then the the other girl um, is walking around the house looking for Suzanne, who's locked in the room. Yeah. 
Um, and then there's a really nice shot as like she walks up into the landing and you look from the stairwell and then he wanders behind her. So mm-hmm. he's, like, he's stalking her around the house. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she walks into the room that has the bodies and you can tell because the light switch, I guess. Yeah. And then he grabs her with, as I've written down, the strength of a thousand screaming voices. <laughs> because he grabs her and pulls her back and there's like an orchestral like a demon being dragged to hell. And I was like, well, that came out of nowhere. Did they find an effect? <laughs> um, yeah. And then I have Dead Trio will pay the price. Can you fill that in for me? Dead Trio will pay the price. So the dead three, the three dead girls will pay the price. So I guess yeah, maybe he was like, there'll be a price to pay for this. You weren't accepting or something like that. I feel like they fucked up, but they were yeah. in control. This is what the priest then... Oh, uh, you'll pay the ultimate price. And I'm like, well, you've already burnt them to a fucking crisp. (laughs) What are you doing next? (laughs) (laughs) I'll douse you in water and turn you in a sludge. (laughs) And then, yeah, Bobby and the priest turn up and kick the... Okay, there's a little thing here, right? There's a little thing. This is, like, minuscule. Mm -hmm. They kick the door down. The lock, you see the lock fly off from right. where it's been kicked, like the latch, right, that it clicks into. Yeah. And I was like, okay, cool. So they've actually, like, broken the door to get in. And then the priest grabs the door and closes the door, and it clicks shut. And I'm like, they had to add that sound effect in. <laughs> but the door's broken. <laughs> <laughs> and then they wander around the house, and they find the burn room with the two girls, and one's tied up, but they're all fully dressed, because you know, we don't need nudity in this version. Mm-hmm. But, I mean... All this film. And I started to wonder how that room would work. I'm pretty sure the house would still burn down. No, I don't know. I think it would just heat up the but wood. Would not get so hot that it could ignite? I don't know. Especially this if there's petrol and in... fire in there. Because I, ima- I imagine the whole thing is like is sealed as well. Because otherwise, the flames would just like lick through the gaps. It, it depends how well he's built this wall. But he's used to working in like furnace rooms. There's no extractor or anything in there as well, which it mean the room would have to be airtight so that you could close the door to put the fire out. Yeah, and if there was a bit of flame, as soon as you open the door, you'd have like a massive backdraft, like that movie backdraft. This. Donnie guy might be a, some sort of savant, some sort mm. of fire savant. Well, I, I think he is. I mean, this is called The Burning. <laughs> Sorry, no, no, this is called Don't Go in That Burning House. Which is what the priest and Danny have just, uh, Bobby have just done. Idiots. Uh, but and... they'll be fine because they've saved the girls. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, wait. The priest then tries to go up the stairs because um, he's curious as Bobby takes the girls downstairs. And the priest is confronted with a uh, beehive spaceman. Yeah. And he says, I need to speak to Bobby. No, I need to speak to Donnie, sorry. Who are you? Who are you, strange person that's in this house? And (laughs) and Donnie's not here. (laughs) Are you Darth Vader from Back to the Future? Have you come back to... That's why the music's so loud, because he's playing it. (laughs) So he tortures him. And then the priest runs down three flights of stairs and lays on the ground. And Bobby runs up to him and sort of touches him. Yeah. And And then we never see the priest or Bobby again. 
So we assume they burst into flames a second later. So there's a shot here that I thought was really cool. When he walks into the room yeah. uh, to confront the women, he walks past his mum who's just standing there in the hall looking at him. Yeah, yeah, I love that. And then he starts losing it again. Mm-hmm. So it's freaking out. And then I've got the Walking Dead. So this is where the, 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 the clay sculpture of burnt women stand up and um, start shouting, we hated you. You're a liar. We hate liars. Yeah. You can't, you can't, hold the, you can't be in charge of the flame. And then his mum traps him and like slams the door shut. Was that and she's right? She's like, I've always hated you. Yeah. <laughs> they Bang. sort of just pull him into the fire. Because when they're walking oh, yeah. towards him, he sets them on fire and it burns the room down. Yeah, and that's where there's really like janky flames. And yeah. then it cuts to a shot where you can see like the, the wall has all like the holes where it's like a proper flame wall. Yeah. And then they've got flames in front of the camera. And that looks quite nice where there's like fire in front and behind. Yeah. That must have been fucking hot. And to be honest, I was impressed by that. I was like, oh, there's a bit of production value in this. Where's that bit? <laughs> The corpses, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. And then, yeah, then the house burns down and it cuts to um, a shot of a kid watching the news story. Hearing about the burning house. Yeah. And about how all inside died. And the mum is a real bitch here and shouting at the kid saying that, he needs to clean up his shit and tidy his room. And then she comes over and smacks the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. And then it says something like, you're our new host, Michael. You're a stronger host. Mm-hmm. We're now in your brain. Ooh. It was supernatural the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. That was, was it, and then was the it, was it angels. I think there was just some evil day. And then I've written so bad exclamation mark. <laughs> wow. I can't wait to hear your score. <laughs> I might bump it up by that, that, that point 0.5 that I discussed earlier. Yeah. I'm going to tell you right now, James. I think this is a four out of five. Oh, wow. I really like this film. I think it's really good. It's not. <laughs> if, if it's good enough for old Quentin... In that case, I might stick with the score that's written wow. on my notepad. Dick move. <laughs> hey, is the scores on my notepad? <laughs> right? What did I give Driller Killer? Oh, mate, I don't remember. We gave that a high score and we shouldn't have. <laughs> Can we retroactively move that down to one point each? I mean... Yeah, it's going to be our like white whale. It's going to be haunting us forever. Because Driller Killer is... Bad. I feel like we give that two. I feel like it got a four. Um, yeah, but we should give it two. We should just call it two. It got three out of ten, and that is too high. That is. Can we just can we just correct that? There's a whole movement at the moment of correcting history when it's been bad. So can yeah. we just call that two out of ten? That would imply that one of us either gave it a two or that either of us gave it a one, which I... I feel like maybe we gave it a 1.5 or something. Yeah, let's just say that's a retroactive two. Yeah. What did you think about... What did you think about the burning slash... I might might give it that 
extra half point mm-hmm. because I was hungover, which makes it two out of five. <laughs> well, it's a two, two, two out of five. Two. I gave it initially a one point five out of five. Wow, you thought this was point <laughs> five better than what you think Driller Killer was. Or I'm going to live in a world where I gave Driller Killer zero. So you think this is? <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> You think this is I'm sure point- you voted Driller Killer higher than me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that makes this a 6 out of 10, which isn't bad. Which is higher than what IMDb rates it. It's got like a 5 on IMDb. I think it's bizarre as well that like the, the version of the extra scenes didn't exist until very recently. And the version that we watched is an even more recent version that did not exist. And the other version, basically, what I'm saying is, we what we've reviewed is a version of the film that isn't the version of the film that is the video nasty. Yes, we've reviewed a version of a version, <laughs> which I think is a good film. You might watch the video nasty version and think that's a better film. I would probably enjoy that more as a video nasty film. Although I can confirm it features the same amount of scenes in the clove shot. <laughs> but it has more it has more violence in it and swearing god damn it such a weird choice i don't know why those edits were made but there you go james um, six out of ten that's pretty good right mm, i've yeah, enjoyed that yeah one of us was watching it at least the other one was uh, falling asleep and missed uh, i wasn't falling. falling asleep i was feeling sorry for myself <laughs> uh, he this director also directed a film called joey God. Due to you... conflict with his hard-drinking father, who's a working-class former musician, a talented teenager runs away from home and seeks to start his own musical career. Is this not the spin-off of Friends? It sounds it. <laughs> tap it, tap it, tap it. So I've decided. How so... are you? Oh, you have a you have a next film. Yeah. So I was going to recommend this ages ago, but uh, then the world ended and we couldn't really recommend it. But it's on Amazon Prime. It's just under a different title. See, I know it as from my DVD that I've got the in the box of the band. I know it as pigs. Night- no, <laughs> I know it as nightmares in a damaged brain. But on Amazon, it's just called nightmares. Please tell me it's about horses. No. Fuck. Next time we'll do tube mares. Tube, but- tube, tube, there's a tube mares. Tube mares. <laughs> Yeah, like, I want to see, I remember this being all right, and it has been mentioned, uh, it was recommended for us to do by uh, by Phil, and I was going to do it ages ago, but then oh, wait. the world ended. You know what's underneath this? What? Okay, so a couple of strange things. Um, right up, bearing in mind, on Saturday morning, mm-hmm. I watched the new Rambo film that you have, had just said was vile. Mm-hmm. Um, which sounded like a ringing endorsement, so I watched it. And then I watched this this morning. At the end of this, it recommended that I watched Rambo Last Blood. And I was like, <laughs> is that because you have watched those two things and it's been like the only other person that watched this movie also watched Rambo Last Blood? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I really hope you're impacting my choices on Amazon. But I'm on IMDb right now. Mm-hmm. And from the page of Don't Go in the House, at the bottom it says more like this. The yeah. first one is Nightmare. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's it. Is that how you found it, Lee? 
<laughs> no, I've owned this film for ages. <laughs> I just wanted to see it again. And now that it's, it, it did come up admittedly um, when you watch the film and it's like recommends other films. I did scroll across and be like, I had to message Phil to be like, is this the same one? Is this yeah. Nightmares in a Damaged Brain, but with a different title? Which is maybe worth mentioning. This is the second film that we've watched in a row that has a different title to what Amazon Prime says it is. Yeah, and normally... Creeping Flesh is called the living, Hell of the Living Dead. But that's equally like an Italian film. And every yeah. Italian film has about 50 titles, so they can it's get not, around any copyright. It's not as bad copyright. as the time that each of us watched a different version of the movie Pigs. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good films. <laughs> yes, they are. I also, I don't know why I did it, but the other day I re-listened to our episode of um, I Spit on Your Grave, and I want to go through it again and tally every time the word rape is said, because um, it's got to be in the 50s. I remember you really struggling. With and that. you kept yeah. saying it so much. <laughs> well, it's a film about rape. <laughs> and here it is again. Rape revenge. <laughs> and revenging a rape. We're not raping people. It's just what's <laughs> happening. If we were doing it on the Mighty Ducks, I would be saying the word hockey a lot, not ducks. <laughs> yeah. But luckily, we won't be doing Mighty Ducks. We'll because be doing... no one got raped in the I Mighty mean, Ducks. We don't know that. We know of. That, that we, we know, know of. <laughs> we can categorically um, say that. I guess next time you'll, we'll see if uh, Nightmares in a Damaged Brain slash Nightmares is another 6 out of 10 classic film. Good rating by us on the next. So it is filth. Beautiful. Don't make me do anything bad, mother. Don't go in the house because the people who live there aren't people anymore. Don't go in the house. But if you do... Don't say we didn't warn you. Don't go in the house.